Hey y'all, welcome to Together Real Bad. Real bad. I am beautiful with three L's. And I am Ace with an A, a C, and an E. We invite you to join us bi-weekly as we discuss topics such as pop culture, relationship dynamics, date night activities, and maybe even a little flag football. Discover how we nurture our growing relationship with intentional activities, questions, love, and service. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app to listen or check out our website at togetherrealbad.com. And now on to the show. She's stuck inside my mental. She got a body like a temple. Even though she drives me crazy. Hey guys, welcome back to Together Real Bad. Real bad. I am beautiful. And I am Ace. And this is our podcast. This is our podcast? This is our podcast. I love our podcast so far. I hope everybody else does. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so Miss Ace, you had a birthday. How was that? I did have a birthday. It was very, um, it was not eventful, which for me is a good thing. Um, I don't make a big deal out of my birthday. So uh, we had flag football games. Mm-hmm. I got a few presents from you, mm-hmm. one of which I loved. Actually, I loved both of them. But mm-hmm. guess which one I loved the most? The concert tickets. The concert tickets. Erica Badu. I cannot wait. July 1st, United Center. Will you be there? Is it the first? Is it? I thought or it said the thirty first. You told me to block off July first, oh, so it better be July first. Then it's July first. Okay, it's it be- July first. Okay, it better be July first. My bad. I I have so many other dates in my head. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Okay. I kept getting confused in my own, like waiting to get the tickets. So ah, that's you. probably why. Well, I appreciate you for the tickets. It should be um a good time. Yeah. Most deaf will also be in attendance. In the building. In the building. Who you taking? the hell kind of question is that you can take whoever you want to i'm take. taking you who else would i take i don't i, I no, didn't help a lord i asked you if your friend wanted to go what friend your best friend laren is not here she could be though it's a it's a train right away bruh don't play with me just do not play with me who's going me yes thank you <laughs> my gosh <laughs> why you be playing bro stop it I mean, I wanted to give you the choice just like you gave me the choice. Oh, now I feel bad about the choice that I made. Why are you feeling bad? This, I'm not, I am not a, ooh, let me not say that. The concert that you will be attending, I love her. However, I'm not like, you know, like a super fan because I don't, I mean, I'm just not. And, and same so, with me with Erica Badu. That's why I said that. Yes, but you have other people in your life that are. Okay. And so, therefore, that is why I gave you that option. You may have a better time with some other people that, you know, know all the, know all the, <laughs> all the work. I don't know about to say dance moves <laughs> like that. No, know all the words mm. uh, to the songs. And so, that's why I gave you that option. But, I mean, if you don't want to go, then just say oh, that. No. Okay. I definitely want to go with you. Okay. I'll go anywhere with you to oh. the moon and back. Okay. I'll go anywhere with you as well. Cool. But no, my birthday was good. We did the flag football thing. I got some presents. I got a couple air tags because I can never find my keys or my wallet when it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so that will be uh, amazing. We also went to a show at Pritzker Pavilion for um, that one of your friends put on, which was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Really good production. I really think she should like take it on the road. Me too. Um, and then we went to the Gage, which is downtown for dinner, like burgers and fries. It's not a burgers and no, fries it's, joint. It's not a burgers and fries joint. But we had burgers and fries. <laughs> That's just but, what the mood was for us. For sure. After being up all day and outside all day, mm-hmm. burgers and fries were easy. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was actually really good. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. pretty good. Got surprised with some creme brulee, which is your favorite dessert. I thought that was kind of cool. Because we had already planned on getting creme brulee when we saw the dessert. I bet you you heard us. Or maybe that's just what they give for dessert is creme brulee. I don't know. It was perfect. He turned around with the the candle and the sugar and the creme brulee. And yeah, it was. Yeah, it did work out. It was pretty perfect. So thank you for a great birthday. Corey. Ultimatum updates ultimatum updates so we just started back watching this actually we started to talk about it in the first podcast and got sidetracked was it the first podcast it was the first podcast and got sidetracked and so on the way home from six flags which we talked about in the first podcast six flags was awesome by the way we started watching a show called ultimatum and um uh, beautiful fell asleep but i continued to watch and drive don't tell anybody and um, it was good. So we picked it back up a couple nights ago. And then we also picked it back up last night. And this show is very interesting. Very interesting. It's, it's important to know that this is the queer edition. It is. Yes, it is important to know that. So it's important to know that this is the queer version of Ultimatum. And all of these women, one of their significant others is giving them an ultimatum about getting married. Yes. And so those who don't want to get married, you got a choice. (laughs) You either sack up, as they say, or get the hell on. So I guess like the format of the show is you meet everybody, all the couples, and then you get a chance to date everybody else Mm -hmm. that's on the show Mm -hmm. and then break up with your current partner, then be in a relationship with someone else of your choosing. Yes. Someone else of your choosing. Yes. So it's very interesting, the dynamics of these different relationships and who chose who and why they chose who and what's actually happening um, between these new relationships. So my favorite couple is Xander and Yoli. I agree. That's my probably my favorite couple too. Yeah. They have a really, it seems like they have a really good connection right now. Um, we're, we're on like season or episode five and they have already done the do and they're talking about it and they are really like vibing. So I really like them and I actually think they might get together in the end. Yeah. Um, but their original partners, yeah, so Xander's partner was Vanessa and Yoli's partner was Mel. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, 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 yes. 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 Okay. And um, they, I don't think, I like the, their original partners, I don't think are right for either one of them. I don't either. And what I find interesting is that like the ones who came there with the ultimatum given to them mm-hmm. have now like, like, so like a flip, like a, uh, a switch has gone off in them like oh now I want to get now married wanna, Be- yeah. now that they're dating somebody else yeah that's kind of crazy and right? that's kind of to me that's kind of fucked up yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up as yeah. hell because I've been with you for three years 
you're you're this much in love with me. You talk about it all the time. You say how much you want to be with me, but you don't want to marry me. And then you meet this one person and you date for five days. Mm. You move in for two. And now this is your life partner. Mm. But I guess that's what the the entire experiment is about. Yeah. But I mean, it's still just strange. Like after five days, you just know. I mean, I guess it's possible for sure. But I don't I, I think in a setting like this. Yeah. How is it that it's too much of coincidence? I mean, did they say in the beginning though that they brought people in that could like mesh? So they they did say that you are compatible with multiple people. Okay, yeah, yeah. So maybe that's the deal. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I don't know. I know in the real life, like it's very rare that you find somebody that you're supposed to be with for the rest of your life in five Five days. days. (laughs) I know, like you know how they like are great grandparents and grandparents when they were younger the dating scene was different <laughs> was there a dating scene back right then? no right I don't even know right right that's that, <laughs> that's probably that's my point yeah and they started courting each other right right um for maybe a week or so i guess mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming i don't know but then they're together for like 80 years and shit or until they're 80 years old with 40 or 60 year anniversaries and stuff. Like, I think that's because like back in the day, that's what was expected of you, though. You're expected to like marry young and divorce was unheard of. And people probably couldn't afford to get divorces and they probably couldn't afford to be apart. So they just like, man, they hung in there and just made it work and really stayed true to their vows. So maybe that's what it is. What do you think about uh, Ozzy and Mildred? Um... Aussie, I love her accent. <laughs> I do like That's her appropriate accent. Name it, her accent. Yeah. yeah, Mildred is a firecracker. Yeah, and I think that she knows what she wants, but her delivery is off sometimes. And I think that it's that way for her because she has a son, and she's a little bit older, and she's been wanting this certain type of lifestyle for a while now Mm. and now she's getting to the point where like i need this i need that and like i need you to adhere to that right right i like aussie um so far mildred is a firecracker and i've dealt with firecrackers before and uh yeah that's not my not my thing i don't like the the up and down of it, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I prefer someone to be pretty even killed all the time and not have like high highs and low lows. So, um, and Aussie seems fairly even killed, but she seems a little bit like a kid almost. And I say mm-hmm. that when she like hooked up with her friend um, mm-hmm. and they all met, it was like, she started to digress. Yeah. And mind you, she's like 46 or some shit like that. 42. I think oh, she is. <laughs> Well, don't 40 something. I I don't mean any disrespect know, by it, but I think it's interesting how they look back and she's like, well, when you get around your friends or whatever, you're like a completely different person. Yeah. Like the person that I'm living with is not the person that you are in front of your friend. Right. So it's like, I'm not getting all of you in this experiment. Right. And that's, that's troubling. I can see how that could be an issue. How about Vanessa and Ray? Vanessa I've, and Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like, they're more so like good Judy's than best friends. Yeah. than uh, lovers or dating. Mm-hmm. I think that Ray finds a lot in Vanessa, what she wishes she had in herself. Mm, that's a good point. And the freedom that Vanessa 
displays on a daily basis mm-hmm. is what she wants for herself. And she's and, attracted to it. Yeah, and yeah. she's attracted to that. Looks wise and personality wise, I don't think they mesh at all. Right. At all. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I feel like Vanessa is really just there. And somebody even said it that she's just there like for the pub of it all. She, I don't think she has any intentions on wifing anybody or getting engaged or well, even being in a relationship after the fact. Being in a relationship is, is a, and after the fact is a good one, but she came there with the ultimatum given to her. She doesn't want to be tied oh, down. Oh yeah. Okay. You're right. So that, that would explain why right. she acts that way. Correct. Well, I don't, I mean, if she's not even open to it, um, she shouldn't even be on the show in my opinion, but. Which is, is what it is. a point of almost half the people on the show is that she's fake. Right. Right. She's there for the wrong reasons. Mm. But she's also only 26, I think. Mm. She's not ready. Yeah. She's not ready at all. I don't she think. wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. Yeah. Kevin Hart. Mm. Is that Kevin Hart? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like I Lexi and Mal. <laughs> I like Lexi and Mal together. Um, it's very interesting that Mal... She said that Lexi revolutionized her whole like way of thinking when she didn't even want to start thinking about marriage with Yoli. Yeah, that was the relationship that I was referring to when they said when I said that when they came to the show, they didn't want to get married all of a sudden. Ah, okay. This is the one. Yeah, like that. And her her ex at the at now has to see that. Yeah. Like that's fucked that's up. That's real. That's messed I up. Would, my, that's I up. would be so hurt. I don't know if Yoli's hurt. She seems I to be was, pretty happy with Xander. She I was about to make that around. point too. I was about to make that point too. Yes. Yeah. She getting it in where she can fit in. For sure. Um, and then lastly, Tiff and Sam. Tiff to me. Problematic. And a loose cannon for sure. And if I were Sam, I think I'd run in the other direction. Yes. Yes. I either either leaving this experiment with Aussie or by herself. Yeah. Because yeah. Tiff ain't the one. I don't think Tiff is for anybody in this experiment at all. I don't either. I think that she I think she needs to be alone for a little bit to see what the hell is going on, because clearly, in my opinion, there's something that is bothering her up to this point from what we've seen well past the trouble and the triggers in her relationship. Like she's getting pissed off at Sam about the fact that she doesn't think she likes her dog. Right. Sam never said she didn't. She just kind of said, well, let's see how that goes sleeping with the dog. This is a big ass Husky. Right. I'm thinking at first I was thinking like it was like a small little, you know, Yorkie or something like that, which is fine. To, in my opinion, like, I don't have an issue with it, but I'm not sleeping with no Great Dane. I'm not <laughs> sleeping with no Husky. Can't I mean, uh, okay, I'm just, I mean, it's just, first of all, it's hot. Mm-hmm. And secondly, that's another whole person in the bed. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah, it'll be need interesting. an Alaskan king. And, uh, yes, we do need an Alaskan king for that. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see um, how this ends up. We'll probably watch some more tonight. Yeah. I have some more thoughts on it. Who are your projected couples at the end of this? Probably Xander and Yoli. Mm-hmm. Lexi and Mal, I'm a little torn on because I feel like Mal is all in. And even though Lexi is saying that she is, I don't know if that's going to be the case. 
I'm I'm interested to see how that's going to end up. I feel like Lexi might end up by herself. Hmm. I am a huge fan of Xander and Yoli as mm-hmm. well. They are my number one. I don't have a number two. No. I feel like other people are just in these other relationships to continue on with the experiment. Yeah. And let that be that. Okay. I think some of them still want their original partner. Um, but somebody leaving alone. Oh, yeah, somebody's definitely leaving somebody alone. Somebody leaving alone. And I'm thinking it's probably going to be Tiff, Vanessa, and Aussie. I think Mildred will leave by herself, too. I mean, leave alone as well. You think so? Yeah, okay. she with Aussie and she don't even like her for real. But, I mean, she could go back to Tiff. That's why, I, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. To be determined. So moving on to our quote for the episode. What's coming is better than what's gone. By Fearless Soul. By Fearless Soul. And it's actually in the lyrics of a song, a song. that we discovered, right? Um, what's coming is better than what's gone, which definitely relates back to our topic today. Mm-hmm. which is past trauma and current relationships mm-hmm. past trauma and current relationships um what that means is are we bringing any of our past traumas into this current relationship and if we are how are we handling that do you feel like you're bringing any past traumas into our current relationship I don't think that I'm bringing any past dramas into our current relationship at all. I think I am very intentional Mm -hmm. in not doing that, um, which is probably part of the reason why I also, um, as I said before, I have other reasons why I move on pretty fast. And Mm -hmm. this is another one of them. Uh, Another reason. Mm -hmm. I think that when it comes to relationships and there's things that I see um, show up that in past relationships didn't serve me I run mm. and not run away from the relationship like that but run in the opposite direction to make sure that I don't get hurt so I'll mm. cut it off yeah and then I'll move on to the next person that I'm interested in mm. so I think that's how I keep past traumas from entering current relationships I cut it off I nip it in the bud So what are some of the past traumas that you've had that have shown up in other relationships besides this one that like caused you to run? Cheating. Yeah. Cheating. What'd that look like? And now this doesn't even say that I haven't done it myself. There's been times where like I've stepped out and, you know, had maybe inappropriate conversations Mm -hmm. or um, acts with other people. And I can't blame those actions on anybody else but myself. Mm-hmm. But if I feel neglected in a relationship, yeah. and I think this can go for anyone, you feel the need to go fill those holes elsewhere. Right. Um, along with cheating, like I've had somebody have a baby on me mm. and I stayed, I left and then I came back yeah. and I stayed and I left and came back. It was like a whole back and forth thing. Right. And, um, that didn't serve me at all as well. And I ran from that. I came back and ran from that <laughs> several times. But I feel like a lot of these fears deal with heterosexual relationships that I've been in. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't have those same fears when it comes to us because gender. Yeah. I feel like it's the biggest thing. Yeah. So our relationship is still fairly new. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you have any triggers from other relationships that could cause you to run? Not that I can think of. Literally, like when I tell y'all she's perfect for me. I'm not perfect. Please stop. I said perfect for me. Okay, it's a difference. Thank you. I know, but uh, that's I tell a lot you of guys, pressure. Close your ears. <laughs> when I tell you guys she is perfect for me, she is literally perfect for me. Like there is nothing more that I can ask of you because I feel like everything that I've asked for from different individuals that I've been with, all of that is like embodied in you. And I feel like my past relationships have helped me prepare for this one. For sure. That's like what it, that's what's supposed to happen. I remember in college, my uh, one of my assistant coaches told me that like all of these relationships that you have, I think I just broken up with my boyfriend at the time, if you can imagine all of these relationships that you have prepare you for like the real relationship that you're supposed to be in. Yeah. So for me, um, I do have past traumas and they're very recent past traumas and there are a lot of past traumas. (laughs) So one of them is um, actually like living together. Mm, yeah. 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 I mean, even though we do live together right now, making it like live together, like a a permanent situation where we're not going back and forth Mm -hmm. um, to each other's houses. So in the past we moved in together basically within like three months and maybe about a year or two after she moved in, she just kept talking about how she should not have moved in. She should have gone and lived by herself because she had kids previously and she didn't have time to live by herself. And so now she was starting to realize that she needed that time by herself with her own place that she could design, put furniture in, didn't have to abide by anybody else's rules. Not that I had rules. The only rule was no smoking in the house, which I thought was a very reasonable rule, if you will. And so that experience with her has definitely seeped into this relationship because we haven't moved in together yet. And that's not to say that we won't, because obviously we're making plans, but that's why it didn't happen as fast as maybe it could have. Because it probably could have happened like this year in January Mm -hmm. because your lease was up and it was like the timing was kind of perfect. But just trying to learn from that past trauma Um, And making sure that you were able to like have your own and design your own and be on your own was like really important to me because I didn't want to go through that same like, well, I didn't even have a chance to do this or that. And I wanted to be by myself, but I wasn't. And and one thing that you always tell me that I think is really important and that really like clicks with me is that I'm not your past. Mm -hmm. Like when you say that, it kind of like snaps me out of it. Like, okay. This is really what she wants. Um, She wants to move in with me, but she respects the fact that I have this past trauma and that you're okay with waiting. And so I think that that like one phrase, that very important part of communication um, has really helped me kind of move past that, Mm -hmm. Um, even though we still don't move together. But I feel more confident in moving in together because you keep telling me I'm not your past. Like, this is really what I want. Um, I want us to be together. You're what I'm looking for. So. Um, yeah, it's definitely important to communicate in that manner of reassurance and in that manner of just letting me know that you'll be here. I ain't going to 
sorry, boo. You sure about that, girl? I promise. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, you don't have any trauma, it seems, but I have all the trauma. <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, you've been through more too. Yeah. I mean, my last relationship was eight years. So there's a lot that even when we first started dating, like that I had to unpack and figure out and try to not bring over into this like relationship which you actually communicated with me before we even started dating yeah all of this stuff so i was very aware yeah i was i didn't have any like any expectations otherwise outside of what we talked about so right. i think that that gave me the choice of whether i wanted to deal with you on your past traumas and help you kind of like snap you out of it like you said i do right. stuff like that so break through um another one of my past traumas is actually like in the bedroom. Yeah, look at your face. Whoa. <laughs> My sexual drive is very much connected. And I'm sure I'm not the only one, but it's very much connected to my mental and how like I feel about the person mentally. And it had gotten to a point in my last relationship where like we just were not having sex at all. And I don't I don't know whose fault it was. I don't know if it was hers. I don't know if it was mine, if it was just a combination of what was going on. There was like so much going on in terms of addiction and uh, verbal abuse and her family dynamic and how they communicated. And it was just a lot. Mm -hmm. Right. And so um, the whole bedroom issue is like she would want to have sex all the time. And I just was like, I am not into it like I didn't want to like I had no desire to have sex with her I think just because like I said what she was putting me through and I don't want it to sound like she was the only person that was at fault because it takes two to tangle no matter if my fault was small or big or hers was small or big mm -hmm. um, right we just did not have the ability to get on the same page and I remember one night we were laying down and trying to have sex. Right. And it was like, I got that same feeling back where it was a little awkward because like I was trying, but then I felt like you were like either didn't want it or being playful about it. And I think I told you, like I'd gotten pissed. And I think I told you like this happened in my last relationship where on occasion I would try to have sex with her and she like, wasn't, didn't seem interested or she would delay. Right. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that. And, um, I think it was very important for me to communicate that to you so that you like, it hasn't happened again. Like, right. So right. that you, um, understand that that was very triggering for me. And I felt like, I'm like, oh my gosh, is it, is it just me? Like, I just don't want to have sex or is it, was that a cause in my last relationship? Like, were you the problem in your last relationship yes, in that area? Was, yes. Was I the problem in, the, in my last relationship? And I mean, I don't think that I was the problem. I think the things that were going on in our relationship. In yeah, psychologically, past, like, yeah. it was messing up with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know. I think it was a very good thing that we communicated that when we first started. Right. Mm -hmm. So that we knew what we were getting into. 
man, I just, I have a bunch of triggers. Like I feel like, I feel like I can go into another one. <laughs> um, <laughs> am I broken? No, you're not broken. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I, um, I won't go into another one cause I could probably go all day, but I'll just say that I, I try very hard not to pull in anything from my past relationship. Like I'm very conscious of things that I say and do. And sometimes you'll say something and I'll say something, you'll say something. And I just be like, okay, because I don't want to argue in my past relationship. We argued like a lot. Right. Hmm. And it was almost like it got to the point where it was like, all right, whoever gets the last word wins kind of thing. And that's not the point of, I mean, there's no point in arguing, but that's not the point of a discussion. And so a lot of times if we get to a place where we're kind of going back and forth. And again, not that we argue, right. But we may have a difference of opinion. I just, just stop yeah, because I don't want to get into that pattern of arguing or get into that pattern of a back and forth or just trying to make my point because the purpose of a conversation and supposedly the purpose of an argument is to get the other person to understand where you're coming from. Right. Right. If you're arguing, that's not going to ever happen because you're too worried about getting your point across and nobody's listening. Right. Um, but if you're talking and you're communicating in the correct way, then you may actually get your point across and your significant other should be able to see your side and then maybe take that and think about it and then come back, you know, to the argument and or the discussion and and say, hey, I understand your side or I don't understand or we have to agree to disagree like that to me is the whole point of communication yeah i think that's part of the reason why we don't have any arguments because we're always communicating right about any and everything right like the other day we are pulling out of the garage and there's <laughs> <laughs> this is a this was a stupid this is a stupid one but we pull out of we pull out of the garage we're turning onto the street to the light the light is red there's a car in front of us that is slightly over, you know how like when you get to the end of a end of a street mm -hmm. at the light where it could be a turning lane, it could be a parking spot, whatever. Yeah. Well, they're slightly over in that area. And then you go around them to your left to pull up closer to the light. And from where I was sitting, it looked like you were all the way in the other lane. Mm -hmm. And I felt like you didn't leave enough room for the car to that would be turning to get past. I said something about it because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done it. I'm like, why are you all the way over there? <laughs> what sense does that make? And so we kind of like had a little bit of a back and forth about that and we just stopped it. And then I, later on I came back and I apologized because I feel like I know I told you in the beginning of our relationship that sometimes I can be nitpicky yeah. on little stupid stuff. Yeah. And that was one of those moments. Right. So I could have been a problem in my past relationships as far as like trauma and being nitpicky. <laughs> so I take a second to think on things like how you mentioned and I come back and when I'm wrong, I'm willing to admit it yeah. and I apologize. Yeah. And I appreciated that apology because in my head, I'm like, why is this a big deal? Like, what am I missing? I think that was my biggest thought. Like, like, what am I missing? Like, why is this a big deal? Because they could get over no harm was done, 
But um, I mean, some people, I think. I think for me, it was more of the inconvenience of somebody else. Oh, do you think sometimes you're more worried about other people? Yes. I didn't even finish the question. Go ahead and finish it. <laughs> Are you more worried about other people's convenience than your inconvenience? Yes. All the time. I have, a, I have a problem with that, actually. Really? Sometimes I punish myself by, like, m- making myself feel like I have to do more work because I've messed up somewhere else with somebody else. Okay, so, okay, bottle of waters, right? Okay. There's two bottles of water. One is cold and one is hot. Mm-hmm. I want the cold one. The cold one is mine. Yeah. But the person that has the hot one doesn't want that one. They want a cold one. Okay. I'm the one who gave them the water anyway. Mm. Okay. And I like, oh, I was hoping for a cold one. It's okay. I really, really want my cold one. Yeah. <laughs> but I give them the cold one to drink this burnt hot water that I can make tea with <laughs> because they wanted the cold one and I gave them a hot one. Why do so, you think that is? Why do you think you put like you think you deserve less than the next person? Because that's what it is. I don't feel like I deserve less than the next person, but. But but you do, because you just said that. You said you gave them the cold bottle of water, which you really wanted. You sacrificed for somebody that you may not even know. So to me, I'm not a psychologist, a psychiatrist or none of that. But to me, that reads that you think you deserve less than the next person. Maybe because I'm like, I've always been very giving. Okay. And. In every aspect. But you just gave that person a bottle of water. You fulfilled your need to give. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes you go above and beyond for some (laughs) things. I don't know. (laughs) Trying to dig down deep into your past traumas. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. That is so interesting. We just uncovered something firsthand <laughs> on this podcast about beautiful. Now you gonna be thinking about it all day. Probably not. Oh, oh probably not. But, <laughs> but I mean, it is it's definitely something to revisit. Yeah. Like, obviously, there is a, there is a problem there. Like, why yeah. do I do that? Right. You know, why do I sacrifice my own wants and likes for other people? Do you think you do that in this relationship? No. So you do it for somebody that you don't know, but for, but for somebody that, you know, it's not, um, it's important, but it's not, but you feel comfortable enough to be able to be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what it is. I'm a people pleaser. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the, the missing part is the people pleasing part. Like you want people that don't know you to think of you as, I don't know this great person, which you are obviously, but they won't know that because they only have minimal interaction with you. Mm -hmm. So I guess to close, the point is like we have been harping on for the last three and this being four episodes is um, keeping the lines of communication open and being able to talk to your partner about any and everything, no matter how uncomfortable it is. And I feel like we, we do that. Yeah, we we have a lot more topics that is, that are going to deep dive more into conversations that will make us uncomfortable, even on air. Yeah, this one was a little, a tad, a little bit, a little bit uncomfortable. So, 
But I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up for the day. Thank you for your communication and honesty and vulnerability with me and ability to tell me anything that is on your mind. I appreciate that. Thank you for allowing me to experience you and all your traumas and choosing to still be with you through it and your patience. Absolutely. All right, y'all. We'll holler at y'all later. See y'all. All right. Be good. Peace. Bye. Little did he know I was up next Big brown boy with the big flex I know that you know I'm the one She's stuck inside my mental She got a body like a temple Even though she drives me crazy I tell everyone that's my baby